Well, good morning. Breakfast at the broker every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. And uh, we've been uh, we've been busy behind the scenes. Uh, we actually uh, contracted for a podcast studio uh, time, um, and uh, we're excited about that or where our podcast and our uh, show goes. Um, we've been doing this for over four years now. Um, just about every Tuesday, uh, we've missed some, but not many. And so we have quite a lot of content, um, and we are uh, very appreciative of our supporters, our followers. And if you do like it, please leave a review, like, and uh, and share our podcast. Uh, we certainly would appreciate it. Maybe uh, someone else would like to see the valuable content uh, that we provide. And our guest, our next guest is an amazing person. She is also a friend of mine. So let's get it started. And now... By way of South Windsor, Connecticut, she's a real estate sales associate at EXP Realty. She's the vice president at large at Connecticut Realtors. She is a real estate coach for Ricky Carew. She's the founder of the Next Level Lifestyles. She's a daughter, a wife, and an amazing singer. She is Alexa Kabbalah Hugh. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was quite the intro. Well, good wow. morning. Good morning. You know, Thank you so much. I don't know that I could live up to such an incredible introduction. <laughs> oh, yes, you can. I saw you get up on stage at President Circle in the Bahamas when, um, you know, as, um, you know, and, and, and not to get you emotional or anything like that, but, um, you know, uh, Alexa, you're uh, of Ukrainian descent and you got up on stage in President Circle and I didn't even know you were at President Circle and um blew us all away and there wasn't a dry mm -hmm. eye in the uh in the audience and uh we appreciate the efforts that um you're doing uh, uh for your family um and, and for your ancestry oh david <laughs> thank you so much that means so much i can't tell you how hard it was for me to even go to president circle literally i'll never forget i was in bed with my husband you know when you have like an early flight your alarm goes off at 3 a.m and I wake up to like all this awful news that there's war breaking out in Ukraine. And I go to my husband, I'm like, babe, like, I don't even know what to do. I'm like, I feel weird going, but I feel like I need to go because if anything, I'm going to be with a bunch of realtors at President Circle, which is, you know, supporting our realtor political action committee. And maybe there's something I can do there that will actually make a difference. Like, what am I going to do sitting at home? And it's so crazy. You said you didn't real, didn't even know I was there because I wasn't really posting I was there because I felt so bad that I was like in the Bahamas while all my family in Ukraine is, you know, like literally ready to bear arms. And there was a moment when I was talking to my uncle, Vasil, and I was talking to my cousins, Valadja. They're all last name Caballo. You know, I have several, several cousins there. I met with them. I've, we've, we hung out so many times, but I was in Ukraine about five years ago. And I'll never forget my my uncle, my Voiko. He goes, Alexa, you are the Kabbalah with the largest voice. We need you to use your voice to help us. And I literally was like, oh, my God. And David, you know what came through my mind? It was right before the talent show. It was like literally 45 minutes before the talent show. I was literally in my bathing suit, sand, you know, salty, like, you know, like didn't even shower yet. And I, like it popped in my head, like just Alexa sing the Ukrainian national anthem at the talent show. So just like that, I got on the phone with our friend Lee Brown and she's like, 
yes, let's do this. My husband made a GoFundMe type of thing. And in like 45 minutes later, I found myself on stage singing the Ukrainian national anthem and just taking inspired action, you know? And it's crazy the impact that was made, not only to those in the room, but to me. And like, I felt like I was almost watching, you know? Um, but then my family, my the, out, the outpour uh, from my family in Ukraine, from the people in my community in America, the Ukrainian American community, my organizations, like it's incredible what happens when you actually take that inspired action. You don't doubt yourself, right? I didn't have time to doubt myself. Um, so thank, thank you for bringing that up because it was just one of the most incredible moments. Um, it, it was for us as well. Um, you know, as we're all, you know, witnesses to it, um, you know, we, you know, I get chills even just talking about it and, and I'm not of Ukrainian descent. Right. But, I, but I, um, I feel and I empathize, um, with the people of Ukraine. And, and so, you know, when we look at, you know, how do you take inspired action? You know, you have to, and I teach my kids this all the time. No. I said, you have to advocate for yourself. And you have to advocate for your family because if you don't, no one else will. And um, but taking that step, you know, and let's talk about that. Taking that step for inspired action is a big deal. And, you know, how do you get over the hump? Because a lot of times there are a lot of limiting beliefs that are in your mind that are telling you, don't do it, don't do it, don't do this, whatever. Um, you know, but you did it. And 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 it's um it's it's motivating it's inspiring obviously and um and and you know we're we're very appreciative of it oh. well i love that you're asking me this question because having experienced this like what happens when you are brave and you take that action that inspired action right so often we have an idea and we doubt ourselves or we question or, or we're thinking nah you know like you know, all the things that were going through my head, it's like, do I even remember how to sing the Ukrainian national anthem? <laughs> you know, can I make a GoFundMe link in 45 minutes? Can I even get out of my bathing suit that's so wet and get changed and look presentable to even be on stage? Slash, will they even allow me to like get on stage? Like, so last minute, you were supposed to enter like weeks in advance if you wanted to partake. But you know what kept on coming through was it's about that why, like, why am I doing it? It's not for me, it's for the cause. It's for showing people hope and love and that we can do this together. And so what happens is, is when you take away your ego, when you take away, I may look like a fool, <laughs> I may not get dressed in time, it may not work out. When you stop doubting yourself and then just let the vision of what you're trying to achieve and the, the feeling that you're trying to achieve of, let me see how I can help, when you let that drive you, when you let the love and all that drive you versus the fear, right? I'm gonna look silly, da, 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 whatever, or it's not gonna work out. Don't listen to those voices. And this is a perfect example of, I didn't have time to question and to be like, can I really pull this off? Nope. I was like, I'm going for it. And this is like so crazy that I'm gonna even try to pull this off in about 45 minutes. But like, what do I have to lose? I'm like, my family's fighting a freaking war right now. Like, what do I have to lose? What's the worst thing that's gonna happen? What, I stumble on my words. I forget how to sing the anthem. I trip on stage and fall on my face. 
who cares? That's nothing compared to what people are actually going through. And I think that if we as, you know, just going through our day to day, that's an extreme example, right? But I think that I take that with me and I've been practicing this, you know, through COVID, there's a lot of introspection and things like that. And, you know, the more in tune we can be with our why and what moves us. And then also the more we can be our number one supporter instead of our number one doubter, the more we can take the actions that are inspired that can actually create a beautiful world, right? So I think not listening to those negative voices, don't give that any energy, just focus on what could be and the why behind it. And really thinking about, they always say think about your audience, right? In this case, my audience was a bunch of realtors, but it was a bunch of people throughout the world that could be inspired. I was thinking about my family. I was thinking about, you know, I, I, to, I was told later that my, um, I have several uncles that are priests. I was told later that, you know, one of my uncles, he actually showed the broadcast, you know, after the fact to his parishioners, he had over a thousand people that watched me sing. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know? And, and all he said was the, you know, my family in America, the Americans are with us, you know, they're supporting us. So don't think about yourself think about the impact and don't care that you may trip, you make it look silly. What's the worst thing that's going to happen, right? You just pick up and keep going. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, and, and the funny thing is, is that, you know, the more you trip up and the more you potentially are nervous or, or you do something that maybe isn't the perfect uh, scenario, um, the more authentic and genuine you look. And, you know, because we all do it, right? But, you know, one of the things that you gave us um, uh, up on stage um, is not not only did you educate us, right? You educate us, but you gave us a link, right? Not all of us have a link to Ukraine. Not all of us, you know, um, gave it a personal story where we, you know, we look at the news and we see all this bad stuff. And, you know, a, a lot of times we compartmentalize things and we say, oh, well, it's not happening to us. And then you gave us that link. And, and now all of a sudden it's happening to our friend, right? It's happening to the realtor community. It's happening to the realtor family. And if we are one, we need to be with you. And so, um, I, you know, I, I commend you for doing it. And I always love when, you know, things happen, you know, for all these kind of crazy reasons. And, you know, you know, people just shine through and just burst through the uh, or bust through the walls you know, of, of all these obstacles. So, um, I, I certainly, beautiful. no, thank you. And honestly, more than anything, our realtor community is incredible, right? Like I've never felt more like love and support and like out, outpour just we're here, we're with you. Right. And, you know, even our president, Leslie Ruta Smith, and Lee Brown, who I had called and I said, Lee, can we pull this off? She's like, let me ask Leslie. And then Leslie took this story of us trying to help and took it to the next level and invited me back to speak at the board of directors that met, that met at mid-year meetings, legislative meetings. So it's like, as realtors, we champion each other and we champion what's for the greater good. And we don't, we don't question it. We don't doubt it. We just go for it. And we are there to support each other. Uh, and knowing that we're all just here to help our communities, right? We're all just here to make a better world. And as realtors in our realtor organization, which I, I'm so proud to be a part of on the local, state, and national level now, 
I mean, we are making such a tremendous impact and anyone that thinks like, why, why get involved or, you know, it's because this is where change can happen. You know, there's 1.5 million of us. We're the largest trade association in the entire world. Like, think about that. The largest trade association in the whole world. And as realtors, we're in every corner of every community throughout the world. And we can make a difference when we serve our clients from a happy and whole place. We're making a difference in their lives, right? So I think that for anyone listening, it's just realize how much impact you can make, whether you are on stage or whether you're just serving the community one client at a time or showing up, you know, for something in your community. Like just realize that, you know, you're a lighthouse for many people. You're a leader. We're each leaders in our lives. We're leaders of our clients, of our families, of our communities. And for those of us that like to be more involved in our realtor associations, and I think that just having that why and wanting to give back and to actually know that you can make a real change is just the most impactful thing. You know, as a realtor serving communities, making a difference is 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 always something, you know, that people strive for. And, um, you know, you can continue to make a difference on a, you know, a micro level or a macro level, right? So, um, you know, and the crazy thing is, is a lot of these stories aren't told. You know, a lot of these stories aren't seen right. you know, behind the scenes where realtors are really serving these communities and, and giving back and, 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 you know, propping up the, you know, um, you know, helping those that need to be helped and, and all these other different things. So, um, you know, as, as realtors, uh, we, we couldn't be prouder. Um, no. How do we help? Um, you know, I know you have a, a, a GoFundMe and organization as well that, um, you know, that how do we give back to Ukraine? Oh, so I actually just shared a link um, that you're welcome to post that actually goes to my Ukrainian American youth organization. Um, and this actually, it's we have a lot of control over where the funds go. Um, my cousin's a treasurer. We, like I mentioned, we have so much family in Ukraine. So we're, we're listening to them, we're hearing them you know, who needs the most aid? Is it humanitarian aid, military aid? We've done it all at this point. Um, we even gathered, I think we gathered about 200 vests and sent it over. Um, so there's so many different ways to help. But what I would recommend is that anyone that, of course, financially wants to give, you're welcome to use that link and I'll make sure the funds go to a really incredible place. What, We've been helping orphanages lately. Um, so I actually just put it, let me put it, so it's the the bitly i'll actually text it to you as well but i have a bitly um that'll go right to my ukrainian american youth organization um and that way it's going to go right to to who, who needs it and it's http forward slash bit.ly forward slash ua dash hum dash aid aid um so that's one way you can help out but also honestly anyone that wants to get involved just feel free to reach out to me because i can guide you even if there's like a local organization i can connect you with um, local organizations to you um, a lot of people were really helpful gathering um you know clothing and non-perishable goods and medical aid and things like that what we found is that to ship because we got so much stuff we found to ship was actually sometimes more expensive than to just send money there. And then they bought 
the items, let's say in Italy or Poland, and then brought it over the border. So um, definitely feel free to reach out to me if you're just, if you want to help, but you're not sure how. Um, I'd be happy to connect you guys and, you know, help you get to, to where you can make the most impact. Um, but, but quite frankly, the, the monetary donations were able to make sure they're going to a place that will make the most impact. That's awesome. And um, we'll, we'll post that link on as well. Thank you. Um, so let's talk about real estate. How's the market in South Windsor? <laughs> well, it's good. I mean, listen, I'll always say it's good because it is good, right? People are going to buy and sell houses each and every day. I don't care what's happening in the world. We saw that with a dot-com crash, 9-11. You know, we've seen it, right? We've seen so much. And still, people are buying and selling houses each and every day. I think that at the end of the day, we have to make adjustments as realtors and we have to make adjustments as consumers. But guess what? We're the face. We're the ones that are here. We're the beacon of light. So make sure, real estate agents, you're not going out there. And Dave and I were talking about this a little bit before we went on. Make sure we're telling people the facts and what's happening and showing them the opportunity. We don't need to lead from a place of fear. We can lead from a place of opportunity and a place of informed decisions for people. Um, so what's happening in Connecticut is that, I mean, statistically speaking, we finally, I don't know if you know this, but we were the last state in the entire nation to recover after the market crash, the housing market crash. And we actually just recovered like a year and a half ago. We hit our peak pricing. And now we actually have experienced about 19% appreciation above that, which is fantastic. We finally have realized, you know, the normal appreciation that most of the rest of the nation had already experienced um, years prior. So in Connecticut, I don't feel that we're way overly inflated, which is great. It's kind of more of a correction and COVID drove that correction. We had a lot of people from New York and Boston and just wanting more space, you know, because in Connecticut, we're sandwiched between, you know, New York and Boston there. So we had a lot of influx of demand instead of usually we have a lot of people leaving our state to go to, you know, sunnier Florida, David. Um, <laughs> so our market kind of more normalized in that sense. And in the last few weeks, so I'll just give you an example. About two weeks ago, I put something on for, and I love just comparing apples to apples, around 500. We ended up getting around 600, right? Multiple offers. Last week, just one week later, I put another one on in that same price point, same market. A little bit of crickets. So it's it's very telling. Things are kind of shifting. But here's the, what I'll tell you is that I told my client, well, same thing I told my clients. I said, listen, things are shifting. It's a critical time. Obviously, the cost of living is going up. Everything's going up. Inflation, um, you know, gas. I mean, goodness gracious. But what we're going to do is we're going to put it on for this price, and then we're going to make adjustments in a timely manner if necessary. We're going to know in about a week where this is going. So here we are. It's time to revisit the conversation, right? So they're still getting. They will still end up getting more than what they had hoped for. But it's just about being more timely and helping inform the clients and set the expectations. Listen guys, we're at a critical time. I'm not gonna, I'm not sure exactly where this is gonna go, but let's adjust accordingly. The same thing for buyers, right? Traditionally speaking, you know, buyers will, maybe they'd be up against 20 different offers, right? And now there's so much more opportunity. So this is a good thing because it's face the facts. Most people need to sell, whenever they sell, they end up purchasing. There are some people that are in a unique situation where they're just trying to sell and they, already have where they're going, but there's nothing better than a little bit more of an 
equal playing ground. And so that way it's kind of an easier volley back and forth, right? Where they're able to get into their homes that they're looking for without being outbidded so much. So that's what I'm seeing. That's the neutral ground we're coming to. Um, are you seeing the same thing in Florida, David? Yeah, very similar. Um, you know, it's an opportunistic market. Um, you know, as 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 you alluded to, you know, um, you know, one of the things is that, you know, it's funny because you know buyers have been you know yelling and screaming and and stomping, you know, their feet and saying, hey, I want more choices, I want more inventory. You know, I don't want to have to compete with, um, you know, uh, 10, 15, 20 buyers, and now they have to compete with two. And they're having more inventory and they're like, well, you know, why is it on the market for eight days or 12 days or 20 days or whatever? Right. So, you know, it's always what we, you know, we always want what we don't have. Um, but yeah, I mean, the market itself, uh, you know, we're seeing uh, increased inventory, but the inventory that is coming on is either they're going crazy with the prices because they still believe that, you know, sellers are still believing that they're going to get more than what, um, the last person paid for it. And we're not at that point anymore. We're going to get less, you know? So, you know, more, you know, to all the sellers out there and to all the realtors that are pricing properties and obtaining listings, please do me a favor. Make sure you set their expectations and make sure you price it right. Because if you don't price it right, you're going to be the, you're going to, it's going to go expired. Um, we're seeing more and more where if we don't price it at the right price or slightly above the right price, um, they're just not selling. And, and it's not because, um, you know, if you, you know, and I hate when sellers say this, well, we could always go lower. We can't go higher. It's just not true. The problem is, is that the buyers are, are going to perceive that, you know, it's just too overpriced for me to even look at it. The one thing you have to do is gain the interest of a buyer, gain the eyes of buyers before they're going to come and see your property. We're in a different, right. we're in a different market. We're in different mindsets, perceptions, all kinds of crazy stuff going on right now in the in the world, and and, and you know so many moving parts that we all need to educate each other and make sure that we sell your property and reach the objective. Couldn't have so, said it better uh, myself. Well, you know, I mean, setting expectations, right, is, is is one of the, to me, you know, one of the biggest, you know, biggest things that we can do as a, as a realtor community. Exactly. And they, of course, it's always up to them what they want to do, but we owe it to our clients to really understand what's happening so that we can express to them what we think and set the expectations of what the market is saying, right? Because it's not what we think, it's really what the market is saying. So where should we market? Like, you know, people are like, oh, shoot, you know, I don't have any closings or I have one or two closings and I don't have any listings or I have too many listings. You know, so we always want what we don't have, like we said. But, you know, we're, we're grasping at straws, right? We're like, oh, should we do lead generation? Should we do marketing? Oh, you know, what's worked for you? Oh, my gosh. So let me tell you guys something. One of my favorite things is this creating listings campaign that I have. So how many times have we had a buyer and they've missed out on properties? Even now, let's say there's not as much inventory. There's not as much of a selection. Like where I am, 
there's still not as much of a selection as my clients would hope for, right? So anytime I've had a client that's like missed out in a specific neighborhood, or let's say they want to purchase in a specific neighborhood and we found, okay, this is their criteria. This is what they want. I have this creating listings campaign um, that my partner Ricky and I came up with where we literally will target and canvas a, a specific neighborhood. And I have this beautiful letterhead, just letterhead, you know, and then you handwrite, it says, dear Mr. And Mrs. Johnson, my client is really interested in a home purchasing in your neighborhood. Would you ever consider client selling to a prospect of mine, right? Throw on your business card in there, send it in the mail. One of my agents even got a wax stamp, you know, like those little wax things. Mm -hmm. That's oh my cool. God. He had such a huge open rate and then following up with the phone calls. So one of our best, um, uh, one of our best results where he canvassed, I think it was like 175 units condo, right? And he got eight listing appointments and three listings. And then our buyer that he had was able to get under contract with one of those properties. So it's incredible what happens when we just take a little bit like a further step, because there's a lot of sellers. There's a lot of pent up demand of people looking to sell. It's just a matter of reaching out to them. But here's my thing. Oh, good morning, Michael Quickman. Here's my thing is don't ever do anything unless you don't have that pure energy behind it, right? I would never do something like that unless I actually had a buyer, right? I would never just canvas a market, say, I have a buyer, call me if the, there wasn't the true genuine energy behind it. Because the first thing people say is, do you really have a buyer? And I want to be like, yes, I do. And I want to help you and I want to help the buyer client, right? And I think that at the end of the day, people need to realize whether it's a creating listings campaign or whether it's an open house or Facebook ads or, you know, just networking out in their community. Like I do a lot with Business Networking International, just networking with different people and different professions, right? And just telling them, I would love to be your go-to. You can be my go-to as well. Uh, whatever you need, anything in Connecticut uh, for someone to buy or sell, right? But like, I think what people don't realize is that every single person that you talk to, it, when you do this, this campaign or you reach out to people, oh yeah, I'm good and for now, keep in touch with them, right? And what I've learned, I learned a lot the hard way, David, I'm sure we all learned a lot of lessons the hard way. But what I found was that the larger my database got, the harder it was for me to keep in touch with everyone, right? You know, doing this 11 years now, I can't believe it. But I had a point in my career where I was literally like, burnout zone. I think you know my story, but it's like, I got Realtor Magazine's 30 to 30. And I'm like, oh, shit, I made it. I made it. Why does my life suck? Why do I have no quality life? Why do I have no physical voice? My voice was gone. And it's because for me to nurture my database, I was doing calls, personal notes. I was doing Popeyes with gifts and it's like, and client luncheons. I had no time to even do anything else. Right. The leftovers of the leftovers of the leftovers was coming home, you know, and it's just like never ending machine. So what I love is, oh, sorry, my dog. What I love is that there's a simplified approach. And that's why, why I love working with my friend, Ricky Carruth at Zero to Diamond, right? He has literally simplified the game where we do a weekly email to our clients. So you know what? You could still do the calls. You could still do the notes. You could still do the Popeyes, do the lunches, but make sure that you're, you're hitting everyone and make sure you're hitting them all. Right. Because if you have a database of 5,000, expect 1% of that database. If you if you do the weekly email to actually buy or sell at, at, at any given year. 
because for me, I was like, I can't keep up with this transactional treadmill and doing all these touches. So I think I really urge people to simplify their businesses and focus on the activities and the follow-up that's going to make sure that you don't ever like let anyone fall to the wayside. Right. Love it. So uh, thank you for all this information. We really appreciate it. And um, I always end the, uh, the conversation on two questions. One is what's your favorite streaming series of all time? And what are you currently watching? Oh my God. So right now my husband and I, we're watching Below Deck Sailing because we just love the ocean. We love like, I swear on my vision board, it's like, when I make it, I want to like sail around the world like Kenny freaking Chesney on like a catamaran. I don't even know. <laughs> so that's like, that's my vibe right now. Um, favorite series of all times. I mean, I'm so bad at this, David. I'm really bad at this. Hmm. I mean, Game of Thrones was wild. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been so sucked into like a show in my whole life. I think it's Game of Thrones. I would agree. How about you? What's yours? I need to know yours. Um, wow. Um, I, I also believe that Game of Thrones was was just um and it's not it's not really what I'm normally into because I'm not really into that Dungeons Dragons kind of stuff. <laughs> but um but it sucked me in, especially with the uh the red wedding episode. Um that just absolutely drew me in. Um yeah. I'm currently watching the uh, last season of Peaky Blinders. Oh yeah, my god, I love them! Yeah, Peaky Blinders is great. So uh, I really, really enjoy that. And uh, you know, it it does get boring at, at parts and and stuff, and you gotta like stick through it. And and it's not like one of those series where you could binge watch. I don't believe. I think you can watch mm. like two episodes at a time before you start to like. All right, I need something like you know. You know, My Little Pony or something. Um, You're so right about that. You're so right. Maybe not about My Little Pony, but I feel you on that. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it, it's all good, and I I I love uh, hearing you know different perspectives of different shows and and whatnot. So it's uh so it's fun. really really cool. So, Alexa, Aww. I cannot thank you for enough. Um, no. You know, please. Uh, in summary, uh, you know, please support Ukraine. Please support uh, Ukrainian efforts as well as uh, we'll we'll uh, drop the link on the um, on the Facebook as well as the podcast. And uh, we certainly appreciate you. Um, you have to manage your expectations. We're in an opportunistic market, and we need to take opportunities um, and let the buyers and sellers know that there are opportunities out there. So uh, you have a wonderful week, Alexa. Thank you and, for having uh, where, me. Where else can we follow you? Um, so you can follow me on Instagram, Alexa Caballo Hughes, my name. That's kind of where I hang out. I have some friends that are trying to urge me to get onto TikTok. So I may be a TikToker soon. I don't know. But for now, that's where you could find me. Um, I mean, you could follow me on TikTok also. I don't really have anything on there. Um, but yeah, I would love to connect with you guys. Facebook as well. I maybe maxed out on friends, but there's always there's always room on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you again. And breakfast with the broker every Tuesday. We have an exciting episode next week. Um, the uh, our Broward Palm Beach and St. Lucie Realtors Association put out an amazing um, local uh, consumer facing campaign. Um, it's called Only a Realtor, so onlyarealtor.com, and uh, we're going to discuss you know, why they did that. And uh, with President Carlos Melendez um, coming on July 5th. So, uh, at 9 a. So be sure to tune in, have a happy fourth and, uh, 
And uh, thank you very much, Alexa. Appreciate it. Thank you, You're David. Welcome. Bye.